0: It's DTS 164. And wow, there's a lot of spoilers in today's show, but they're good spoilers.
1: You're listening to Destiny The Show.
0: What's good everybody and welcome to Destiny the Show, the Destiny News Podcast, to keep you the Guardian ahead of the curve in the world of Destiny. We're now just a week away for the release of Destiny 2, and the Destiny PC beta is
1: going on this week. Diddy, how pumped are you, my man? I'm I'm super excited now. You know, it, it took a while for me to ramp up to where I am right now, but seeing the content from the last week and knowing that we're so close to the launch of Destiny 2, it's just like, oh my god, it's it's hitting me finally. I can finally be excited about shooting some space monsters in the face again, you know? Yeah. Oh, I'm there with you. Now, this week's show, we don't have a lot of time to waste because tons of information
0: have come out from Gamescom and from Bungie themselves. We've seen a ton of info about the European Dead Zone. We've gotten some information about the way Engrams are going to work, some subclass info, but right up front, before we get any deeper, I have to tell you guys... This show is going to be full of what may be considered spoilers. We're a news podcast and we have to talk about all the incredible information that was found in the EDZ trailer, but there's also some information about the name of the new raid. A new, well, all right, there's your warning. We'll get into it after the news, but this will be a spoiler-filled show. You have been warned. Diddy, what's going on with our Discord and with our clan? We've had a lot of questions about both of those this last week.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, discord.me slash Destiny the Show has been been alive and pumping the last couple of weeks uh, in anticipation for one, the PC beta, and two, just the launch of Destiny 2, and uh, three, for clan info. You know, Bungie is retweaking Destiny 2 clans, and there was a migration in the back end to the new Destiny 2 clan interface. Um, as of this moment, as of this week, we have not officially activated the. Bungie the, or Bungie the show, Destiny the show clan on BungieNet, because Bungie themselves hasn't, as of recording this podcast, has not officially said, green light, go activate your clan, and uh, there have been some issues in the past where uh, once Bungie has, before Bungie has officially announced something, it kind of works on their website, but then it breaks something horribly for someone, and uh, we just don't want to risk anything like that, so we're waiting for the official word, getting the green light from Bungie on Destiny 2. Clan activation. We will be announcing this, of course, on the show. But if you want more real time feedback for joining the Destiny the Show clan, join us on Discord, slash Destiny the Show, or check out our website, destinytheshow.com, and we'll have information there. We'll post an announcement as soon as the clan goes live. You'll be able to click the link there, join our clan immediately, boom, there you go.
0: Yep. So as soon as uh, Bungie says green light, Go for it. But we're not going to jump the gun because they've had technical black holes that have gone very deep. So we don't want any of that. With that said, Diddy, I hope everybody's enjoying the PC beta this week. Pre-order players playing on Monday if you're listening to the show very early in the week. I hope you're having fun. I know I will be. Let's dive into the news. News! All right, Diddy, first of all, we saw a new cinematic trailer, just like you predicted last
1: week from Gamescom, (laughs) that showed us the fate of the speaker. Where was that little guy hanging out? Captured, as we somehow predicted, uh, by Gaul himself. He was chained up or locked up, and he was being interrogated by Gaul. For what reason? We have no idea. But what we do know is the speaker knows the knows a lot of information about the traveler and its light. So Gall, we're probably gonna assume that he wants to know some more information about the traveler and its light. So of course the speaker is a number one priority target for him.
0: Gaul is building up to be probably one of the best Destiny villains so far. Just the voice acting, the music. It's its looking really stinking good. I i felt bad for the speaker for the first time when he gets rolled out of that spaceship torture train chamber thing. You're like, that's not very nice. So we'll just have to yeah, see. Yeah, I mean,
1: he's just a tower vendor for us right yeah. now. <laughs> but after seeing that, it's like, oh, I should probably care and save him (laughs) so uh, it uh, definitely tugged at the heartstrings a little bit there
0: the cinematic trailer wasn't the only thing that came out of Gamescom they were letting players try out and record footage of the European dead zone patrol mode and wow uh, I don't think Bungie knew everything that was in that build like start to finish I think they imagined that (laughs) not certain things would be dropping that were dropping and so releasing on the internet is a flurry of these awesome new leaks from the EDZ patrols and the new public events, and wow, lots of great stuff, but then it sort of forced Bungie to go, we need to release our European Dead Zone trailer, which they did earlier this last week, and man, they recorded it on the PC version, which I love, because you get to see the game, (laughs) max settings, 60 FPS, but Diddy, we got to meet a brand new character on the European Dead Zone, who will be our vendor essentially, one of the guiding forces on our adventures on the EDC, and who is that?
1: Devrim K. Yeah. And it's it's the word K, not the letter K, and he's a similar voice. We've heard him speaking in Destiny before. Uh, Brother Ives, or excuse me, Master Ives from the Reef social space, the same voice actor. Yeah, Gideon Emery
0: who was the voice actor of Baltier in Final Fantasy XII. He, he voices a ton of like awesome game characters, but I was excited to see him getting a bigger role. And he looks to be a, a character similar to that of like a Hawthorn. They're going to guide our adventure on the European Dead Zone, these new NPCs, but they also act sort of as a vendor and throughout your time on the European Dead Zone, you're gonna be collecting EDZ tokens. These are found in activities within the European Dead Zone and within chests in the EDZ. You can redeem these EDZ tokens at Devrin K for reputation with Devrim. And once you level up your reputation bar with him, you will get an EDZ engram. Inside, which is really cool, dude, you can actually inspect the engram to see what's possible to drop from inside, just kind of like what nice. we had with the, the treasure packages. Uh, from Eververse and Destiny 1. And inside the EDZ one, you could get legendary weapons, armor pieces, what looks like um, shaders. And the shaders look a little bit differently, like they have four tones to them. That might just be the way they're representing it in-game. And then there's the new sword, too, which also looks pretty rad. Legendary, all legendary, by the way. Those are one of the engrams, or the pieces of the engrams that are dropping there. There's another type of engram that's dropping there, right, Diddy?
1: Yeah, bright engrams, which is uh, just slightly different than what we're used to so uh, you get bright engrams whenever you level up essentially it's kinda like those five motes of light whenever you pinged the next level Mm -hmm. in in Destiny 1 Uh, they hold items that allow you to customize your character just a little bit more so uh, Tess Everest whom we're all familiar with is able to decode these bright engrams and they contain the reward uh, for your efforts within the, uh, the the space in which you acquired it or just leveling up, actually, and they just make you look really cool, and I think that's actually really, really awesome, because instead of just getting five modes of light, that's kind of a, oh, I don't care about that anymore, it's actually kind of worth it to, you know, grind the levels, and eventually just progress through the customization.
0: Yeah, I like the idea of expanding what Engrams there are out there, giving more purpose to the whites, and the blues, and the greens, instead of You know, blue and green meant virtually nothing in Destiny once you actually got past the first couple hours within the game. Exotic engrams. we saw one of them drop in the trailer, and the flavor text read, Exotic engrams hold powerful exotic weapons and armor. Complete the activities in your director to get these engrams. I think some people took this as, well, does that mean exotic engrams aren't going to drop at the end of my Nightfall anymore? I don't think that's the case. When I read the flavor text, complete the activities in your director to get these engrams. Doesn't that sound like, well, the Nightfall's in the director, so couldn't you feasibly argue that exotic engrams will drop from said activities,
1: right? I think so, yeah. I think this description is just clarifying that no Three of Coins wasn't activated, or it's just saying that exotic engrams drop in the wild now. Like, they weren't taken away and locked behind that uh, three of coins anymore it's just it's available out there really low percentage chance of you getting it but it's possible
0: well i'm sure there's well also there's going to be quest lines for exotics i see bungie definitely going yes. more that direction in destiny 2 and, and continuing with it where hey if you want to get this you totally can it's just going to take you x number of steps to get there So, probably a mix in Destiny 2 of those quest-based ones and the ones that have a chance to drop at the end of your Nightfall and decode into something, so.
1: Right, kind of more similar to Vanilla Destiny, where we had the five exotic bounties, Hmm. as well as a chance for an uh, exotic Ingram to drop in the wild.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I like that. They've ditched the Recommended Light, at least in the director, and that's been replaced now with Recommended Power. So it looks like the term light is currently gone. It's kind of fitting if you think about the story, right, Diddy? And It's it's power now.
1: Yeah, exactly. Light is gone from the Traveler because Gaul, Dominus Gaul, stole it. And uh, we're powerful now, or we have to regain our power.
0: <laughs> Here comes the giant spoilers, guys. Third subclass for Warlock Hunter and Titan have all been confirmed because from the patrol gameplay, we saw footage of items that would drop out in the, you know, the wild randomly, tied to a quest line needed to unlock the third subclass. For example, an item dropped that had the text for the Arc Light Stirring Question, that's the name of the quest, and the flavor text read, rekindle your lost abilities by defeating enemies and fighting alongside fellow guardians in public events. Reward new subclass. And it even had the little arc symbol. We saw the melted hammer item drop, which is obviously for our, uh, Titans out there, and then the Night Stalker little emblem dropped as well. So all three have been confirmed. They're not going to be locked away in a further expansion, and I'm really stinking excited about this, Diddy. I like, I mean, a lot of people are going to be like, why are you excited about the same subclasses coming back? (laughs) I love the new Voidwalker. I absolutely love what they did to Dawnblade. I mean, nobody thought Sunsinger was going to evolve into something like that. So if they can take Emperor Palpatine and turn him into something less awful yes please
1: <laughs> and by awful you mean insanely frustrating to play against um, as a hunter that's 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 what I'm saying mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but I, I definitely agree with you there I mean I think we kind of anticipated third subclasses to eventually be in the game they just hadn't been confirmed yet but actually seeing these artifacts drop in the wild is just like yeah finally and like you said, if they can do some type of rework to all three of these, I think it would be fantastic. You know, kind of make them uh, on par with the current Destiny 2 subclasses that we've seen. I think that's great. Of course, let's not forget that the introduction of these three subclasses in The Taken King were was really great in the first place initially because it had that kind of background story mode and that, uh, sto- I say story mode, I, th- I cut just, scene. just say story, it just a little backstory, cutscene. Yeah. Cut exactly. I like that. It. it was just like... Yeah, they didn't have to do that, but that was like really nice Flavorful icing on top of that cake and it was it was good So hopefully they do something similar here with these uh, quest lines
0: and what this also opens it up to and I know this is totally speculative Fourth subclasses down the road come in one of the next like expansions I know it probably creates an insane amount of complexity for the sandbox balance team but I always envision destiny especially in the earlier years where Eventually, we'd have six or seven subclasses out there going on. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, I, I agree with you there. However, this was I discussed this with a friend of mine uh, this week I really hope personally that we see a fourth Character class before we see a fourth yeah subclass.
0: Oh man. I agree with that so much. I think dude. that
1: would be super awesome I don't know if it would be like a playable fallen character like a Variks type person or a Cabal-type person. I don't think if it would be like that. Someone like like uh, Hawthorne, you know, just a regular human, has their own abilities, they're not filled with light, they're not superhuman, but uh, just different, you know? I think that would be really cool.
0: Yep. There's a new material to be farmed on the EDZ, and that is the Dusk Light Shards. You can turn these into Devrim K for that reputation to help you get uh, more of the EDZ engrams. And then public events are really looking great. I picked one encounter diddy to talk about here because I don't want to spoil some of the other things that have been out through the patrol videos. The injection rig. This is a public event where the giant mech drops down from the sky and it's got a drill and you need to shoot key points on it that open up with vents and these little key points are only accessible when the vents are open. However the injection rig will deploy an AOE damage shield surrounding it so you have to manage your DPS and go inside the AOE that's damaging you shoot the open vents and then back out as they close down so that you're managing your health at the same time that you're DPSing during the DPS windows. I thought that was really, really cool because that's raid light mechanics making their way into other areas of the game. And for every public event, Diddy, there are little tricks like that to turn the encounter into a heroic public event. So basically every patrol, or excuse me, every public event has its basic default kill this guy or whatever the activity is. But each one of them has like this hidden thing that you can do that will activate it to a heroic public event, which will provide you with better rewards if you complete it. It's pretty cool,
1: right? I think that's fantastic. I mean, patrols were probably one of the driest pieces of content in Destiny 1. And introducing these types of mechanic into... That, I mean it just adds that insane extra layer of awesomeness. I mean the fact that it's strike mechanic or a raid mechanic, I think that's just it, it's blowing my mind right now. the fact that oh yeah, just patrol the area and let's not forget that public events are actually announced on the map it's like public events starting here in two minutes gives you time to sync up with uh, random people or just actually. Drive or Sparrow over to that location and complete it with some other people. And I think that's going to be way cool and super fun. And this is just something that I thought about, that those types of mechanics that unlock the heroic, some of them might be really difficult to figure out, but others might be just very apparent and just we're naturally completing the public event and it unlocks the heroic. Just because we've been doing the mechanic all along because it makes the most sense, right? Yeah, I think that was, it's, it's, uh, I think we encountered yeah. that in the Axis fight <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, in Wrath of the Machine. And it was just like, oh, that was the mechanic for the hard mode? Because we were doing that the whole time. <laughs> so it's just, it. some of them might be like that.
0: The new adventures, the new public events, the new patrol space activities look way better. Lots more voice acting going on. Seems like a decent amount more story and lore elements going into it. This isn't the activity you're going to boot Destiny up to play. And I don't think patrols were ever supposed to be that type of activity where you, like, boot the console up, just, oh, I'm going to go play patrol right now. It's It should be, like, this perfect filler activity as you're getting the raid team together or as you're waiting to take on the next Nightfall or the next big, you know, milestone in your PvP quest, whatever. It needs to be that great intermediary filler. And in Destiny 1... I would honestly rather sit in orbit than go down and patrol most of the time as I was waiting for people to get on. <laughs> now it's it's the total inversion. This looks fantastic and we'll talk about even more spoiler patrol stuff later in the show. Familiar weapon is back, Diddy. What is that one?
1: This oh my god it's like they knew that I had a surplus of these in Destiny 1 and they brought it back. <laughs> it is the hard light. I got oh. 17 of them. or. <laughs> Sixteen or seventeen of them before I got my first Galahorn, so um, I have a love-hate relationship with this gun. <laughs> but uh, now I'm actually glad that it's back.
0: Yeah, it deals void damage this time around. Looks a little bit more like an Amalon weapon. Still takes up a ton of screen real estate. There are new respawn animations. If you guys remember back to the Festival of the Lost, you can do the consumable items that would alter your respawn animations for like 30 minutes. There appears to be a new Jade Rabbit respawn animation, which is basically like the little pink bunny ears of the rabbit when you um, spawn in, really cool. There's a spooky looking Taken respawn animation. I hope these are equipable. I don't really like the timed usage. You know what I'm saying, like the pumpkin heads, and I, I yeah. don't like having to go, all right, 30 minutes goodbye it's something about it feels really like bittersweet to me you know
1: yeah let's think of the armor effects from halo reach right those are always active right the grunt birthday the inclement weather the pestilence was that what it was called whatever the the hearts floating around you those types of armor effects whenever you just ran around or got shot in the face those are actually a lot of fun that that just makes the game happier and more entertaining i mean i don't see a downside to there but i agree with you there I would just wish it was activated all the time, like just like my shader, just like my and like weapon. And there might be. I mean, yeah. it, hopefully. Hopefully yeah. we haven't seen it yet, but uh, here's hoping.
0: Bounties are gone in favor of the new phrase challenges, so. Bounties were tough to keep track of, and since we've sort of changed the way that Destiny 2 movement works, like the way you go between activities, ignoring the kind of going-to-orbit middle ground, I imagine challenges will just be something that you encounter and can execute from your menu, not having to probably go to a social space to go grab them from the, you know, bounty guy. There's a new exotic pulse rifle called the Graviton Lance. Every third shot deals extra damage and kills with the Graviton Lance, cause enemies to explode. It is a void weapon looks pretty sinkin' cool, and Diddy in the encounter where they showed off this weapon, a familiar enemy is back.
1: t taken Yep. So the Taken are really back. Awkward. But the Taken are back. Back. Yeah, bock. 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 Why? Yeah, they're uh, classical musicians, so there you go. <laughs> Why are they back? That's a great question. I mean, we destroyed the Taken King, but they still persist. So... Maybe Eris is controlling that. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I just spoiled uh, a DLC expansion.
0: Oh, come on, just dude. Kidding. If they have not completed the Taken King by <laughs> now. I am sorry for you listeners who have not beaten TTK. <laughs> yeah, that's that's most likely. I, I'm excited. I thought they added a nice little remixed set of AI and activities for the enemies that you fight. Okay. Giant leaks. Um, raid spoilers. Like I can't delay any longer, Diddy. We know the name of the new raid because the achievements since preloading has happened, we've seen the achievements going up onto the PlayStation Network. The new raid is called the Leviathan Raid. If you complete it, you get the trophy Belly of the Beast. Another new trophy was shown called the Prestige. Complete the Leviathan Raid or a Nightfall Strike on Prestige difficulty. I'm gonna wait to tell the last main achievement I wanna talk about here. So first of all, Diddy, Let's go down the Leviathan Raid wormhole for a second. On the actual PSN achievement is a picture of the raid, right? The normal emblem that you see for raids, mm-hmm. purple and gold and in the upper left-hand corner is an like inverted triangle and a dot surrounded by a circle. That emblem was the very same emblem Luke Smith had on his sweatshirt at the Destiny 2 reveal <laughs> event. It gets even deeper. There's a picture of Destiny 2 concept art that shows a giant whale-looking structure with a red mouth sucking a tiny little planetoid or something into its mouth. And we have seen in one of the Destiny 2 trailers, I think it was the original reveal event trailer, guardians on a broken platform walking towards a giant red light. I think that piece of concept art is showing off the Leviathan, which looks like a whale, So I think we're going inside a giant space whale, Diddy.
1: I yeah, I mean looking at this concept art here, there's a couple things going through that through my mind. I hope it's a space whale, but it looks like it has like a a city. It does have a city, yeah. And it's swallowing a planetoid, right, like you said. But it looks like a vex turned planetoid. Like this planet looks like a machine. So it's totally vex. Look at it. We teeth. have we have a machine, right? Planet, it, patrol space in Destiny Two. I don't know. Maybe Are you it's telling the same me one?
0: I might be able to ride a space whale? Because that's the thing I dreamed about most when thinking about Destiny Two. But seriously, I actually think that's probably a viable thing, right? this it is a machine i, I keep calling a space well guys i can very well see in the concept art it's it's like a machine it's a structure that holds a city but why would they put a little dot on it diddy that looks just like an
1: eyeball hmm hmm you know maybe that's the <laughs> yeah. uh the window for the there for we the go. bridge right where they're yeah. piloting this the ship there you yep.
0: go that totally makes sense okay no,
1: that's where they store the vex milk there you go
0: Hmm. ew the prestige <laughs> um prestige difficulty for nightfall this confirms what we thought because we knew normal mode nightfalls were the only thing that you could do guided games for based around what we saw of the guided games menu at the D2A reveal. Uh, Why did I say D2A? Wow. The Destiny 2 reveal event. Anyway, what do you think prestige difficulty is? Do you think there will still be normal heroic then prestige? Like prestige would be kind of like a mythic level difficulty or do you think prestige is replacing heroic difficulty? And, and by the way, they have told us that they are rethinking the way heroic difficulty works for raids they don't like having everybody just be dead and stay dead do you remember them talking about that
1: yes okay. and I think prestige this is my opinion and I think prestige is higher than heroic I, I think hope it's so, be so a too third tier difficulty because oh, technically we have heroic versions of patrols and yep. public events right mm-hmm why would they take that away for strikes and raids and story missions that kind of thing that wouldn't make much sense to me but of course not a lot in the world does so prestige just to me means yeah this is hard it's that step above that extra mile and i hope it's just going to be super super hard that like one percent of us can complete maybe less than that because that's going to be the thing that people strive for at the end of their progression right they want to be able to complete that prestige level activity and I think it's a it's gonna be higher than heroic
0: there is one more achievement and again I told you guys this is a spoiler filled show you have been warned the uh, trophy is called "Lest Ye be judged encounter an emissary from the beyond this to me sounds like the end of our story in Destiny 2, maybe a final cutscene after the Leviathan Raid and Diddy, an emissary from the beyond, that sounds awfully familiar doesn't it? Denied. Zer. Zer. Wouldn't it suck if it was Zer? <laughs>
1: it's just Zer at the end of the raid. Zer's he's like, back, what's like, up, Hey, what's up, guys? I got some, uh, got some exotic loot for you here. <laughs> but uh, going back to oh, the man. actual icon of the trophy there, In the top left corner, it has the Roman numerals nine. So it's it's something related to that. Oh man, it would be so super troll. So troll. If if the entire story missions, you unlocked Xur as (laughs) as an end game vendor, that would be the worst, that would be the worst reward ever of all time. And it gives you this trophy. Oh man, I wish they do it. I hope they do that now. I I hope it's just totally awful.
0: You can now visit me to spend your strange coins how you want. (laughs) (laughs) All right, man. Oh, man. I think that's it for the leaks. What an exciting, exciting week. I told you when this was coming out, this is the kind of stuff I needed to see to truly get back into the hype squad of destiny 2 i've been kind of bitter this summer because they really haven't talked to us about much other than guided games and new clan features and now to finally see this like the new european dead zone to have a practical idea of what we're going to be doing when we get onto that space and that's one of four areas that we're going to get to go to i'm just i'm really excited to get back into A destiny experience again to go through this whole arc of the campaign and the patrols we're gonna do strikes we're gonna learn the new PvP maps
1: and we're gonna raid pretty excited I'm with you dude I mean it's (laughs) if we're this excited about one discoverable area patrol area there's three more that we know of right that's amazing and the amount of content within this one space multiplied by four is just so much thing so much thing i can't even speak i'm so excited there's so much room for activities in destiny 2 that's that's what i'm trying to say and i'm just i'm just super pumped
0: yep all right so the pc beta is going on this week everybody there are some known issues all right uh by the time you guys are listening to this pc beta is already out did you want to highlight some of those as we sort of work our way and finish up today's show what are some of the main issues that people on pc should be aware that bungie already knows about
1: yeah, so they say, I'll just quote here, players may encounter issues when playing the Destiny 2 beta with drivers, graphics drivers, or any drivers on your computer that are out of date. Updating drivers to the latest version grants the best experience when playing Destiny 2 beta on PC. I personally upgraded my graphics driver last week in anticipation for this. NVIDIA as as has released, the, uh, by the way, didn't it? Yes. I mean
0: They've released a, a new driver for Destiny 2 and GeForce experience.
1: No, yeah, that's exactly what I was talking about. That's, okay, as soon sorry. as they announced that when I logged in my computer, I'm like, oh, yeah, let's, let's upgrade that because I'm going to be playing that game. Um, next one, the, the Destiny 2 beta may not run when installed to a folder with some localized character types in its name, like uh, Greek, uh, other types of foreign languages. So if you have a folder path on your PC where you're installing Destiny with those non-English characters it uh, might not run properly because it's not been uh, updated for that yet players may encounter issues when joining the fire team of another player on their same local area network players who encounter this issue should ensure that they have upnp enabled in their network settings so uh, similar issue to what we've seen in destiny one where they just couldn't get local networks to party up going to be hopefully not as present in the Destiny 2 beta, but it is there, it's a known issue, they're working on that. MSAA, which is multi-sample anti-aliasing, is still under development. As such, players encountering various issues, including visual artifacts and performance degradation when using MSAA should uh, just know that it's being in in production. Yep, multi-GPU support is still in development, so players may encounter issues, again, with visual artifacts and performance degradation when using NVIDIA SLI, AMD Crossfire support. Those are the two using multi-GPU and it's still in development during the PC beta, so it's not there yet. The Destiny 2 beta may be launched from Blizzard's Battle.net app. If players launch the beta client directly from an executable, they may receive an error or the Destiny 2 beta client may become unresponsive. Players who encounter this issue should close the beta client through the user interface or by pressing Alt-F4 on your keyboard to close it and to uh, proceed to launch Destiny 2 beta using the play button in the Destiny 2 tab of the Blizzard app.
0: Yeah, in the background of this show, Diddy, I've been downloading uh, the Destiny 2 beta (laughs) on PC this whole time, so... Sorry if my Christ. connection was pretty
1: garbage this uh, this recording session, but I had to, man. I can't believe it. We're going to be playing. I understand, man. You're just so excited. You just want it as soon as possible. You want to stare at Destiny 2, the play button grayed out. You can't click on it, but it's there. It's there. But you can't touch it yet.
0: <laughs> it's so surreal, dude, because growing up, absolutely adoring Blizzard games, like wow, over a decade ago. and other than destiny i think blizzard games are probably the games i play the most of not lately oh my gosh titanfall 2 and lawbreakers oh so good <laughs> but i'm in the battle client all the time dude and to just see destiny Me 2 <laughs> right here in this blade yeah you you're on overwatch all the time to see destiny 2 appearing in this blade and being like yeah man it is gonna be a huge like i, I see this being very successful because the blizzard community I think would love a game like Destiny 2. And to see it right Right there in the blade, I mean, goodness gracious, this is real, Diddy. We're going to be playing Destiny 2 on PC and the release is next week.
1: Oh Oh my gosh. I'm so excited. Can I just add one quick little thing about what I just talked about in the known issues? Um, When I talked about uh, players encountering the issue where they're on the local network and not able to connect, they recommend that you enable UPNP just know that actually opens up a security risk because UPNP is slightly less secure than your typical connection so just be aware of, uh, of what that is maybe look it up Google it yourself see what it actually does but just be aware you're opening yourself up to some type of security risk there. A network Not huge third question
0: is is it safer to do the port forwarding manually like the exact port forwarding that you know for that particular service
1: um, it technically works Differently, it would be like different roads okay on the same highway.
0: Yeah. So, All right. yeah. Where can people find your content, Mister Nerd?
1: <laughs> Twitter.com/slash/ditty D-T-S, D-T-S-D-I-T-T-Y dts and YouTube.com/slash/wooshness W-O-O-O-S-H-N-E-S-S.
0: Head to destinytheshow.com/slash/clan to learn more information about our bungee group and join our Discord there as well. It's picking up steam. We're getting new members and we're so excited to welcome everybody for Destiny 2. And like uh, Diddy mentioned at the top of the show, we will announce when the clan is re-enabled and you have the opportunity to join. You can follow me at BBKDragoon on both YouTube and Twitter. Speaking of Twitter, while you're there, go to at Destiny The Show and follow us there to stay up to date with all of our latest programs and information about Destiny The Show. So, thanks so much for listening. Have a great time on the PC. And next time we're going to be talking to you I can't believe it, but Destiny 2 is basically going to be released. Have an awesome week, and we'll see you
1: next time.